Hello, my fan friends. Oh, my stars. Welcome to uh, episode 23, is it, of uh, Twitch of Fun? I think it is. Um, I am sitting in the Taskmaster studio. Uh, Alex and Greg are here. They, I've asked them to keep as still as possible just throughout the show. Um, we will be live streaming uh, the final episode of Taskmaster after this is finished, it'll be at nine o'clock. I'm going to try and keep this to an hour tonight. <laughs> Good luck uh, by leaving out all your favourite characters. Um, and just going straight back to what this is meant to be, a sideways look at the news. There is the head of Gregory Davis. Do I have it in my house? Or does it exist in the house of one of the other contestants? If Catherine Parkinson has that, I'll, I'll eat my own penis. Fried up with some garlic. Um, that's a reference to something I said on Rehearsed, but yes, that, uh, on Tuesday, so uh, which isn't out yet. So that's for the Twitch fans. Um, welcome. Uh, look, I should be hot today. Oh shit! Look, got the sound still on there. Turn that off. This computer's really playing up, actually. Um, uh, yes, uh, I should be very sharp today. That's what I'm showing because a I'm drinking beer that always makes me full of energy i've eaten quite a lot of squidgy sweets i don't know what they're called uh full of sugar because i was very tired so i thought i'd pull myself sugar to wake myself up and then fill myself beer to come to come down off the sugar high a little bit uh thank you to too many susans who subscribed with prime remember you can subscribe especially with your amazon prime you can subscribe for free no extra money to yourself and we will get money Less and less of you are doing it every single month. <laughs> uh, it would be lovely if more of you did it, because uh, the first month was, pre was pretty good. Uh, so do remember to come back and resubscribe, or at least give that money to somebody else. Uh, become a monthly badger if you want to give us money, which will then plough back into making more content. And hopefully in 2021, we'll be able to get out into the actual real world and film some sketches and do some animations and who knows what else. This is only going to get less and less good by becoming more and more professional. But don't worry about today. GoFasterStrike.com slash badges if you want to become a monthly badger. Uh, there's a monthly prize every draw, a monthly prize every month uh, that we draw out, name out the hat, and you get extra interviews and extra all sorts of extras. Whew. You think people are just giving up on Amazon Prime, Ali Fan says, maybe? Who knows? Uh, but it'd be good. We'll talk about Well, I should have talked about that when we've got a story about that. I'll, I'll talk about it now. Um, here it is. Uh, Jeff Bezos's ex-wife uh, has given. That's not doesn't really show the story very well. There, she's given um, lots of money to uh, charity. She's a very nice lady. Can't find the news story in my pile. It's not looking good, is it? It's not looking good for. Oh, oh, oh no, that's no, that's another what story? That's a birthday. Hey, there she is. Uh, the ex. I should call her by her name, right? The ex-wife of Amazon boss Jeff Bezos, that's her name, according to uh, the Daily Mail, has given away more than £4.5 billion to charities. You know, that's good. When, you do, when you're giving away £4.5 billion to charity, you really want to be referred to by who you used to be married to. Hey, look, I can't really uh, complain without looking down what I've got it. She's 50 years old. I know that much. Uh, she's called Mackenzie Scott. Uh, she's given the money to 384 organisations. Like 4.5 billion is a lot of money. She's still got 60 billion or something like that. Uh, she's worth more than 45 billion because most of the payout was in Amazon shares that have grown in value. 
Uh, she was worth, worth 27 billion last year. So she's doing quite well. So she's, and, you know, I, but I don't think giving away 4.5 billion is a bad thing. But if you would like to take 4.5 billion pounds from Mackenzie Scott's ex-husband, and that's what I'm going to call him from now on, then please sign up to Amazon Prime. And don't sign up to Amazon Prime. You'll give him money. If you're with Amazon Prime, or if you know anyone's with Amazon Prime, tell them to come to Amazon Gaming, I think it's called now. The fuckers. That's what he's done just to get at me. And Mackenzie Scott's ex-husband. Um, and uh, and use that Twitch subscription. And uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be siphoning away some of his money. There must be some reason he's doing it. It must make him money somehow. I don't know. But it still feels good to take it off him. What a fucking cunt he is. Thanks for hosting my show on... Uh, why don't you give £4.5 billion pounds, dollars... But no pounds to charity Jeff Bezos. I'm sorry, Mackenzie Scott's ex-husband. She looks nice. I mean, she looks nicer because she's got 45 billion pounds, but she looks like a nice person, and she is a nice person. Uh, more billionaires giving away some of their billions would be a good thing. I reckon once you've got a billion, time to stop. Unless, like, keep your bit. I'll allow you a billion. It's a lot of money, a billion pounds, right? Have a billion. Keep earning money, but just give it to nice causes maybe less than a billion maybe 500 million how about that that's all right once i've got a 500 million i promise you i'll start giving the rest away that's just the kind of guy i am at the moment it's not we're not quite there we're not quite there uh so uh yeah i was doing a gig in hartford last night thought i'd start off with uh some of the disc material i did for hartford because uh i'm from near hitchin in hertfordshire there's a keen rivalry between the two places um, which one has a Waitrose? That's really all you have to ask uh, to really bring them down. Uh, but uh, you may not know this, but the Parliament of England temporarily moved to Hartford during a plague outbreak in London in 1563. And don't they fucking love going on about it in Hartford? They've actually called their central square Parliament Square, even though it was built in the 20th century. Um, and they were only had a Parliament for one year because there was a plague. They're still fucking banging on 450, 500 years later. Oh, remember when we had a parliament in Hartford? Do you remember? I just thought, I said to them last night, I bet you all were all really excited when COVID hit. When you go, oh, maybe the parliament will come back to Hartford. The Holy Grail's buried in Hartford, possibly. And they're still banging on about the parliament they had in 1563. Makes me sad. Your shit, get off. What? Who's heckling me? Your shit. Oh, I did take a friend along, along with me to Hartford. So, um... He was. I do have a witness to the. You got the really dollocks. You just read out your book. That isn't the gig. I did twenty minutes of stand up, and I've made a vow this since lockdown to not go back and do any old material from stand up. Uh, and to, also, I had did twenty minutes of new stuff. You just read so that your fucking book, my book, which by, by the way is called The Problem with Men. It's very excellent. Do uh, still chance to get it for Christmas gifts for people. Oh look, here it is. I read out the Serena Williams chapter. Your copy won't be magic like this. The problem with men. Do do buy that. It's going okay, but it'd be great if it went even better. If I got, if I can get five hundred million pounds from it, you can, you can check whether I'll stick to my word. Look, here he is. You were there, weren't you? Hello, it's me, Ali. What are you doing on that side? Get on this side. You're not even winking at it. I'm not winking at it. Are you winking at it a bit? Hello, it's me, Ali. Hello, Ratans, it's me. I'm winking at it a little bit. Only not very much, and I'm winking it. I'm cheeky, me. Yeah, 
and good to see you. Did you not enjoy me? Well, it was quite good when you took the this out of Hartford when you were in Hartford, Richard. That you're not in Hartford now. There'll be some people in Hartford watching. What are the 185 fucking viewers? What are the chances any of them than Hartford? True, maybe not that much, but um, you know, it's good to take them down. It's good for the Hitchin Massive. Yeah, 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 Hitchin. Um, and uh, yeah, what, what you were on stage, what do you think? I was, I was excellent. You only were on, you came on with three minutes to go. I didn't have long, and you didn't fan, you didn't manage to fill the three minutes 40 out to do an extra joke. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just said you were mentally ill, Richard, which I stand by. I think uh, lockdown's been very bad for you. I don't think that's true. It's been good for me. It hasn't. You started talking to Tuttits. To what? To Tuttits. I've not talked to a Tuttit all night, all, all, all year, I can promise you that. Well, Richard, you've gone crazy. You're talking to inanimate objects, giving them voices. Not me, obviously, I'm real. But the rest of the characters in this show, the king of the world especially, that's not real. It's just Richard doing the voice. I don't think I couldn't do that voice. How how do I do it if my lips aren't moving? It's a good question, Richard. Your lips don't move. That your little chin flaps do, don't they? Look at them. Not if I do it like that. Oh, I'm not if I do it like that. Why did you? Why did I say not to do it like that? I don't know. I think someone got confused. You've been drinking a bottle of gear, haven't you, Richard? I've got a big bottle of gear there. Actually, yeah, it's a good big bottle of gear. Uh, chat room agreeing. Hitchens better than Hartford. Hartford stinks. Hartfordshire. I don't know why it's called Hertfordshire. Because Hertford's the worst place in Hertfordshire. It should be called Hitchinshire. Or Herringshire. That's what that's what I'm aiming for. Well, maybe one day, Richard, you certainly haven't gone mental. I don't think I've gone mental. I think this is, you know, this is exper- I'm experimenting with the form. I'm paying tribute to all the ventriloquist acts of the past. What? By being a nonce? No. By being someone who sexually abuses women? No, that's that's the that's they. And most of them did do that because most ventriloquists are weird. But look at Nina Conti; she she's a ventriloquist, and and I don't think Operation U Tree have been. You just wait. Well, that's a terrible thing to say about Nina Conti. I think she's above reproach. She's a lovely, lovely person, and so am I. Uh, so um, you know, I don't think I've gone. Crazy. I think. I think. I don't think I've ever been saner than I've than I've been this year. Oh yeah, very interesting, Richard. Interesting. You think that? I'm winking at it. You're very sane. Aside. Hold on. Hold on. Aside. You're not very sane. You're very insane. Um. The moustache is gone. Uh. I sacked the writers who uh, suggested that I should have a hit the moustache. Was a clearly a very uh, inappropriate thing to do, and I apologise to anyone who was offended. You, you're not really, you don't really apologise. You think they're idiots. Anyone who's offended, I do think people who get offended by stuff on the whole are a bit stupid. I mean, you know, by comedy, just you know, on the whole. Ah, didn't want to say anything there when I was drinking that beer. No, not really. Let's just uh, let's just see if you can say anything. I'm just going to have a drink of beer. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Some problem, you seem to be so just coughed off. I've not had the COVID actually, not had some kind of COVID going on because of that. It's, it's possible, yeah. Well, I was going to shout at you guys like old uh Tom Cruise. There we go. Look, there he is. You can't recognize him because he's got a mask on. He got very cross with uh, well, I haven't because I, my kids have been playing up. I haven't had time to organize all my stuff into the, the order I would have preferred. Um, that's not it. Not it. I don't have it. Don't even have that. Oh, what's that? No, don't have it. 
but you know what happened. He shouted at everyone. But I, I'm I'm with him. I I'm, I'm with him. Are you? Yeah. Did you did you just try and talk? To me? I did try to just say your stuff. Sorry. We work into a very tight script, and sometimes I accident, accidentally read your lines out. That's true. That's what's happening there. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. I do not look at the script. I know all of the stuff I'm going to do because I'm a comedic genius. And Flea Dagin, I was Flea Dagin 128 years ago. I was the first person to think of Flea Dagin. No one else had looked at the camera before I did it. That's true. Um, so he shouted at all his crew and said he was going to sack them because they were all around a monitor rather than uh, giving social distance. But, you know, he's they're making out he's a big Hollywood, you know, pushing his weight around to the little guy. But he's a Hollywood producer. He's got to keep the things going. It's the same for me. I can't have you guys, all the guys in this who've forced their way into my sideways look at the news, which is what I wanted to do. I'm managing to do it here now. Um, if you all turn up without taking proper precautions, cots spluttering all over the place when I'm drinking a beer. Let's see, let's see what. Let's see if you can talk now. Hello, hello, Richard. It's me. Oh. Sorry, I'm just cutting up and uh, with it. Just don't put it in your mouth. What? Just don't, just, just don't have the deer and just put it look like it looks like it's in your mouth. Yeah, are you doing this aside? Sorry, aside. Do this like it looks like it's in your mouth, yeah. But don't actually take it in your mouth. Okay, I'll give it a go. Hello, it's me, Ali. Um, oh, this, mm, this beer's nice. Mm, yes, and oh, look, I can talk. It's a bit echoey when you're talking. Yeah, I know. Um. Oh. Oh, I can talk. Even look, Richard's drinking, and I can still talk, and everything's okay. So, and you can see his chin moving. That's the, that's the deer going down his throat. The deer going down my throat. The beer. The the deer. The deer. The gear. The deer. The deer. The deer. You're getting better. The deer. You're not getting much better. The deer. You haven't got an tour, Richard. I was only joking. Don't take it to heart. I just suddenly, I just suddenly, once you'd said it to me, I suddenly had a moment of clarity. And but have I gone, have I gone crazy? You know, is this crazy me sitting here talking to you as if you're a real person? I am a real person, Richard. Don't let the. It's like the children who say Father Christmas is just your parents. That wasn't true, was it? That's not true. Father Christmas is a magical figure. Where the death presence comes from, Richard? If it's not Father Christmas. And I'm the real little boy. Oh, you're a little boy. <laughs> yes. I'm the little boy. And I've, I've had some Victorian diseases that make me look old. And my face is ruddy. My eye is drooping. My hair flies up. I'm cheeky And, uh, you know, I, 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 my jaws are a bit slack, isn't it? I have to have someone sing it back in my throat to make my jaw move. But apart from that, it's all looking good. Your, your, your head's see-through. You can see my shirt through your head. Yep, my, he my head's see-through. You can see right through my head. <sighs> yeah, no, I feel the same. You know, I feel the same about this. It's, uh... Oh, God, we're 15 minutes in. We haven't even started properly. I know it's good that at least we haven't had the king of the world yet. Have we? It's me. It's all me. I was very annoyed with you, Richard. What? For the credits last week, it said starring the King of the World, also starring Ali. It should say starring Ali. I'm the name one in it. Well, now you know how I feel. I'm just down in that list of half the characters aren't even in it, like rough, fluffy rabbit. He isn't even in it, really. And the, ta 
Tamashanto. He's in one episode for one little bit. He's in the credits. Fluffy Rabbit's higher up the credits than I am. It's in alphabetical order, Richard. Well, King of the World, Ali Sloper. That, that's not alphabetical order. No, fair enough. Um, uh, well, let's try and see if there's some good news to cheer people up at the end of 2020. This is... Uh, I think I'm going to do one more show this year, by the way. Um, I was going to try and do next week, but I don't think there's going to be a chance to do one. So I will try and do a show um, in the arse end of... Uh, of uh, next week, uh, probably not Thursday. It's Thursday, New Year's Eve. Oh, I can't remember. Is that the case? I think I think I said I'm doing. Oh, that's not working. That it's useless. Let's have a look at. Let's have a look at my calendar. Just see. You could have done this last stage, and now you. But you know, it's it's a relaxed. It's a kind of relaxed thing we've got going here. So the 30th is Wednesday, yeah, so th- Thursday the 31st. I'm not sure, but my wife might let me do a, a kind of Richard Herring's Hogmanay, but we, if we do it, we'll, re- we'll record it in August. That's a good idea. Uh, but yeah, we've got, I've got at least one Christmas sketch because it's a Peter Dibden sketch. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm try- I-, I wanted to come up with some news uh, to make people uh, feel a bit better about the year. I've definitely got this one to hand. It's right here. So the really good news that's broken today, I think it's all going to, give a little bit of cheer, is Mrs. Brown's boys is back. There she is, Mrs. Brown. You can just trust her to find just a new angle on stuff, can't you? Look, it's COVID yet. Look how much toilet roll she's got stored up there. Uh, This is the story. It broke on uh, Chortle today. Uh, Brendan O'Carroll, don't know who he is, reveals new BBC contract. Mrs. Brown's boy's creator, Brendan O'Carroll. Oh, he must be the guy who writes some of the lines for Mrs. Brown. Has signed a deal to keep his sitcom on the BBC for seven more years. You know, so if you thought Bre- I mean, Brexit, in seven years' time, Brexit will be sorted out. But you'll still be getting a Christmas special of Mrs. Brown's boys. Uh, I, I haven't seen... What is it called, Mrs. Brown's boys? Mrs. Brown's boys? Is what? Mrs. Brown's boys. I wish it was called Mrs. Brown's Doys, because that, that would be better than Mrs. Brown's Boys. And less based on uh, Carla Lane's sitcom. Oh, Dread. No, you're thinking of Judge Dread. It wasn't based on Judge Dread. I think it would have been better if it had been... If it had been based on Judge Dread, it would have been better. Uh, a couple of people said this today on Twitter. I've always thought that. It's the exact template of uh, Bread. Dread? No, Bread. Uh, and it's called Mrs. Brown's Doys. Mrs. Brown's Doys. Not, not Mrs. Brown's Doys. Is then Chethered in it? No, Den Jeopard isn't in it. Um, did I ever go on Titting Toint, Lucky Stars? No, don't go on Titting Toint. Um, he says the contract guaranteed... This is, it's, an, it's, an, it's an interview from the Irish Sun, OK? And that, maybe he's been misquoted. Maybe they've taken some quotes out of content. I don't think so. He says the contract guarantees every fest especially makes will be given the plum time slot of 10pm on Christmas Day. Is that the plum time slot? I don't know if it is the plum. I wouldn't say it was the plum time slot. It's not a plum time slot, is it? What's the plum time slot, do you think? I don't know. What is the plum time slot? Well, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen a plum on Christmas Day on TV. In the in the pudding? Plum pudding on Christmas Day? I've never seen that. He took in his thumb and he pulled out a plum and said, what a good guy and I. Said, what a good guy am I? That's a, that's a different uh, interpretation of it than I remember. Um, and speaking of the Irish Sun, the 65-year-old comic boasted that he'd made more BBC Christmas specials than Morecambe and Wise. It's not really 
who makes the most, is it though? It's and also they went to ITV, but uh, it's who makes the best ones, isn't it? I mean, he say he seems to be implying he's better than Morecambe and Wise because he's done more Christmas specials than Morecambe and Wise. I mean, is that is that there? Because then the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, is the funniest person in the world, and she's done more Christmas specials than anyone. That's a good point. So the Queen's first, then Mrs. Brown, then Mrs. Brown. Then Morecambe and Wise, uh, he said, we've been doing it for nine years already. <laughs> Fucking hell. Feels like 500, which is six more than the royal family had and more than Morecambe and Wise. I mean, it just gets my goat a little bit. That I mean, it's a, you know, it's, it's the sign of a man who, I'm sorry, of a woman who, um, it's good to see a middle-aged woman on TV. I, I will, I'll give that for Mrs. Brown's boys. It's good that the BBC have reached out and thought, look, who isn't represented on TV very much? Middle-aged women, let's get one of them in. I mean, I think it's a bit box-ticking, and that's probably why the show isn't that good. But it's nice that they've given it a go. Uh, and they, they've had nine years already. There's going to be six more. There'll be 15 Mrs. Brown's Boy specials with that kind of calibre of joke where uh, I imagine she's going, don't worry, or... Begora, don't worry. Hello. Oh, hello. I'm from... Uh, I've been going down the Liffey and I have just got my toilet roll, so I'm OK. Yeah, the toilet roll thing happened earlier in the year. No, but it might happen again. There's Brexit coming up. There's Brexit? No, Brexit. OK. Um, I just think for... You know, he's also picked on Morecambe Wise and the Royal Family. The main people involved in those shows are all dead. So, you know, they can't come back and win. But the royal families are very weird. So the royal family did three Christmas specials and he's going, yeah, but we've done we've done nine. So we're better than the royal family. It just seems. Ah. So this new deal will be signed last week. It goes all the way to 2026. Mrs. Brown's boy Christmas specials all the way to 2026. Uh, it guarantees Mrs. Brown is out at 10 p.m. or Christmas night, or it don't. Well, they don't have to make it. So he's got basically, if they change their mind, say they don't want Mrs. Brown's boys. If some maniac takes over the BBC and says, hey, "Hold on, I don't think we should be giving the plum spot to Mrs. Brown's boys. I think we should give that to a plum. Put the, a plum should. Why are we giving the plum spot to someone who isn't a plum? We've set up this plum spot. There's we, we, we've made a commitment to plums, and then we've put in. Uh, a middle-aged lady, which, you know, I'm glad we've got a middle-aged lady represented on the BBC. But come on, let's put plums back in there. So he'll get paid, even if they don't do it for six years. He'll get the budget, presumably, and he's showing off about it. I wanted that because it's not good enough for Christmas Day, then we shouldn't be making it. Do you want to tell him or should I? Um, no, let's just leave it hang. Let's leave it hang. Let's let it speak for itself. If it's not good enough for Christmas Day, we shouldn't be making it. Shall we? Shall we point up why that's funny? No, I think we just let it speak for itself. Let's point up why it's funny. No, let's let it speak for itself. 4.63 million viewers last year on Christmas Day. Is that as good as Morecambe? I can't remember if that's how many viewers did Morecambe and Wise get, I wonder, on Christmas Day. Was it four point? I mean, it must have been less than 4.6. If you added up all nine of uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys totals, I bet, it, I bet that would be... You know, even if you did a hundred more common wises, it would beat it, right? So, the program will return for two episodes, ten pm on Christmas Day, and the same time on New Year's Day. BBC, I'm just going to tell you, you could have this. You could have this. This guy, me, and this guy. I've got a uh, carrot that looks like a, a penis. 
Woohoo! Did somebody's say Dennis? No, you got to do it on double entendres. I'm trying to pitch this show. I've got a, 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 a finger puppet horse that will turn sexual tricks for very low amount of money. Five pounds for... And it'll rim you. If you're the BBC, the DG of the BBC, free. If you give us that same contract you gave to... That's why I'm not going to go back on TV until... I get the plum spot. I want the plum spot. I don't care about the plums. I want the plum spot. Christmas Day, 10 p.m. Ali and Herring's Twitch of Fun. And that's no. And there's no no negotiation. I'm going to go in like uh, Boris Johnson into Brexit. And I just sitting here doing nothing. All you do a monologue. Let me do a bit of my topical look at the news without you butting in. I'm I'm on a good roll. I'm being quite funny for once. I I'll, uh, Certainly, uh, you know, of the standard than this is drown, I would say thank you. That's, you know, and if I'm not good enough to be on at 10 p.m. on Christmas Day, I don't want to do the show. I'll just take, I'll just have the money. So let's do the contract. I'll put a show together. Yeah. With the unit. Yeah. And Sally and Prince Andrew. Yeah. And if it's not good enough for the BBC, I'll just take all the money from, that you would have given to make the show. That's my ultimatum to the director general of the BBC. I don't know who that is. No, I'm not really interested in that sort of thing. I can hear a little noise back there. Hopefully it's the cats. Phoebe! Okay. I've got some naughty children in the house. Um, I tell you what, I'm so angry about this, Ali. Why, the, I, the, I just want to show you the kind of things you could get. I'm going to Ian e BBC if you're watching. Um, I think it's the cat. Or it might be the, an actual ghost. Uh, let's go. I've got one recorded sketch this week. We're going to blow it in the first... 25, I've done 25 minutes. I was trying to keep it tight this week. I know, you got on, you got off on one, didn't you, Mrs. Brown? I did, and the plum... I want the plum spot. Do you think Do you think if you get the plum spot, they give you plums? Yeah, definitely, you get a plum. If you take that spot, you get a plum. All right, th let's see what Peter Dibdin's up to this week in the BFDSM driving school. I want to listen to it. Hold on, let me get my... Where are my headphones? I want to listen to it because I haven't really seen this one yet. I think it's a good one. So let me get ready and hear it. This is the kind of thing we'd do if we had the plum spot on the BBC. I would... Yeah, we're very, we're very well organised. OK, here we go. Hello, female Stevie. Welcome to lesson three of your driving course here at BDSM. I thought the seatbelts were a bit tight. Pardon me? <laughs> Nothing. I, uh, you, oh, you've got something sticking out of your jacket pocket. Oh, oh, I've been looking for that everywhere. <laughs> I wondered where that got to. I'll just chuck it on the pile. <laughs> it, are you going to put it on a bank? Oh, no, I've got so much more than I'll ever need. That's just my rolling around on the floor money. Well, if you're not using it, I'd love my money back. If... Well, maybe if you learn to drive and how to teach other people to drive rather than wasting your time getting a degree, then you'd have piles of £50 notes to roll around naked on. You roll around in them naked? But you can't, so you don't. You can't even drive. Well, I am trying to learn. Non-driving so. scum like you are a drain on society. Personally, I would tax everyone who can't drive at 100%. Yeah, but then they wouldn't be able to afford driving lessons and you wouldn't have a job. If you forgive me, female Stevie, I prefer not to listen to the arguments of someone who can't even drive. You can't even drive, can you? You stupid fool. What's wrong with you? I can. QED. Question effectively demonstrated. Will you please, then, teach me how to drive? All in good time. I think we have to take a step back, don't we, Stevie? 
I think we have to address the elephant dons la chambre, don't we? What? Look, Stevie, I think you know what I'm talking about. I want you to know the feelings that are developing in within you for me are perfectly normal. Oh, right. Okay, so yes, I've been finding this so frustrating. I thought there was something wrong with me. I didn't We're in a one-to-one intimate relationship here. And as someone who can't even drive, you have respect for me. And it's very easy for that respect to turn into something sexual. Oh, no, right. No, that's not it at all. I just wanted to punch you in the mouth. You mustn't be ashamed of your feelings, Stevie. It's perfectly natural to be sexually attracted to me. You see me as a father figure. Yeah, no, I don't fancy my dad. The lady doth protest too much, methinks. (laughs) No, I'm not protesting at all. I'm just, it's a fact. Hit a nerve, have I? No. I think I've hit a nerve. Well, you haven't hit a nerve. I'm fine. I'm very calm. You don't sound calm. You sound like I've hit a nerve. No, I don't, because you haven't. I think I've definitely hit a nerve. Okay, the only thing that's hit a nerve is you going on about hitting a nerve. You haven't hit a fucking nerve. Swear words are the utensils of mentals. Oh, that language is not appropriate. Thank you for acknowledging your indiscretion. Don't be ashamed, Stevie. This happens to me with many of my pupils, female and male sometimes. Usually they spend long hours with me one-to-one in a car, crowded together in intimate space, not just talk to me for a couple of hours online. Which is why I wanted to nip this in the bud before attraction turns to infatuation. I want to let you down gently. I want to be kind to you, Stevie. You've done nothing wrong. Nothing is going to happen between you and me. I'm sorry. Not only do I find you physically repellent, but I'm married to my job. Well, and I'm engaged to a human man, so... When I became a driving instructor, I took a solemn oath that I would forsake all human and animal partners. Oh, why do you have to specify animal? And never indulge in relations with any person or animal, including myself. Again, that is very weird. But also, you're a driving instructor. You're not a monk. I am not a monk, Stevie, because the things that I believe in actually exist. This is a purely practical consideration. I don't think anyone who has recently had relations with another person or animal or any kind of object... Oh, God, can you just stop, please? ...is fit to be in control of a car. Relations of that manner make you relax, and you cannot relax for a second when you're behind the wheel of a car. A car is a dangerous weapon, more dangerous than a hungry tiger. You get into a state of post-coital bliss, and bang! Oh, dear, You've just driven into a minibus full of poor, starving children. Hey, what is your obsession with poor, starving children? They were on their way to their Christmas treat to see Mr Blobby at Crinkly Bottom at Cricket St Thomas near Chard. Yeah, that has been very closed for years. But now, because you had relations and thought you were still fit to drive afterwards, their young lives have been snuffed out. Okay, is this something you've experienced personally? You may have done them a favour, Stevie. Their lives were full of sorrow and they were nothing but a drain on society. But their screams of pain mixed with hunger will haunt your dreams for the rest of your life. Plus, if that were to happen on your test, automatic fail. It would make a harrowing public information film if your anti-sex agenda is ever enshrined in law. I hope it will be, Stevie. Think of the poor, starving children next time you're about to have sex. Can we just get on with the lesson, please, now? As long as you accept that the fantasies you harbour for me can never come true. You can look, Stevie, drink this in, that's fine. Look as much as you like, but you must never touch, okay? Okay, I'm telling you right now, I've never been further away from an orgasm than I am at this second. That is very good. Then you're ready to drive. 
I'm not attracted to you, Peter. For a start, you're old enough to be my dad. And we all know how you feel about him. Anyway, let's move on. Now it's time to learn the pulling away from the curb manoeuvre. It's very simple. Mirror, signal, road ahead. Mirror road, indicate mirror road. Wait, sorry, what's the difference between signal and indicate? Don't interrupt me. Mirror, mirror, road, road. Wing mirror, indicate off. Mirror road. Oh, see, it can't be... Some of you are saying, is it me, that character, but how... Look. No moustache. So how would that be possible? It wouldn't be possible. That is how. So that's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Uh, so, uh, look, I should have got straight into this, shouldn't I? The big pocket... And I should have looked. I should have fucking found the bit. I was too busy admiring how funny I was. I mean, uh, that that character was. Um... Because uh, the big news is, pod, the big podcast news is that uh, they've got a, Harry and Meghan from the royal family, formerly of the royal family. I don't need to wear these anymore. Have uh, taken over. Um, uh, they've been. They're on Spotify. They've got a podcast, and they're making eighteen million pounds. Now, when I got into podcasting uh, back in what was it, two thousand and eight. You didn't get paid that much money up front. Obviously, I'm making that sort of money now, but still far away from the 500 million that I have to start giving any of it away. Um, and I don't know, just doesn't it doesn't feel right, does it? That the, the Daily Mail are as annoyed about it as I am. Um, they've looked into them being royally minted. Uh, Noel Gallagher's upset about it as well. Um, Oasis Noel, uh, he was on the. Uh, Matt Morgan podcast, I always give, uh, when I get something off a podcast, I quote it. Just a little tip for you journalists out there. Rock and Noel Gallagher called Prince Harry a fucking do-gooder, but feel sorry for the royal family as they have a shit life. I'm guessing what the swear words are. Uh, said Prince Harry, surely no one takes him seriously, he's just a mad little kid. <laughs> I mean, he's grown up, right? I think he's still thinking of the guy walking behind his uh, his mum's coffin looking sad, and I can understand that was pretty mad. Um I don't like do-gooders in general. They fucking wind me up. So that's Noel Gallagher. I mean, he's, he's said more about himself than about Prince Harry there, really. He's forgotten about the ageing process. Uh, and also, he thinks that anyone who does good uh, is uh, is winding him up. Because presumably he doesn't do good. Um, he'd say it feels sorry. Having, I, I'm the same. I haven't watched The Crown. I feel sorry for them. And the Daily Mail... Uh, oh, it's actually The Daily Mirror. I beg, beg your pardon. Has pointed out where they're making their money. Um... Megan enlisted a billionaire chat show friend Oprah Winfrey to sell a vegan brand of coffee. Uh, they got thirty million pounds from Spotify podcast. That's more than the other one says. Uh, Seventy-five millions from Netflix documentary. Unvalue unknown for Apple TV. I'm not jealous of them. I think I say good luck to them. If you want to know, um, I'll tell you what. I'll, do, I'll Sally, you come and help me. I hadn't planned to do this, so she's not ready to go. Hello, yes, did someone want the... Yes, I, I, you could play Prince Harry. Why don't I do Meghan? Yeah, OK, you could be Meghan. Um, and I'll be Prince Harry. We'll read out there. Toe-curling taste of the podcast to come. This is a transcript of Meghan and Harry's teaser. Um, so I'll be Prince Harry. Shall we, shall we start? No. No, sit new. Do I have to do an American accent? Yeah, be American. Oh, yeah, yeehaw. No, sit because you think it sounds really nice with your accent. What, Archer Wall Audio? <laughs> I mean, really? Shall we? Yes, let's do it. Hi, guys, I'm Harry. 
Nine Negan. We knew that already. That's false modesty. Fucking do-gooders. Uh, one of the things, my husband and I, you're still not, you're not really doing the accent. Okay. One of the things that my husband and I have always talked about is our passions and eating people. And he- are you reading it? And hearing our stories. Sorry, it's a bit far away, Richard. Okay, I'll put it closer. Uh, and eating people and hearing their stories. And no matter what their story they do not find train, they usually are to use an understanding of where someone else is coming from, and at the same time, remind you in some way of the story about yourself. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I don't say that. <laughs> I, I was a bit confused about what she was saying there. And um, that's what this project is all about. And that's what this project is all about. Uh, they bring forward different perspective i mean why are they paying i would have done it for like eight to 17 and a half million we could have done it with sally we can do the voices and everything and that's what this project is all about uh, to bring see kyle to bring forward i'm only joking to bring forward different perspectives and voices that perhaps you haven't heard before and find our common ground because when that happens change really is possible he's the f- fucking prince and you, yeah, you know that this is always a moment to celebrate kindness and compassion. That's what are you, what voice are you doing there? Because that's you know you could get us cancelled if you're not, you're not careful. And doing an American accent. Okay, we'll just keep it American. Yeah, and you know that this kind is always a moment to celebrate kindness and compassion. Something we saw in so many places this year, and it'll underlie everything you hear from Archival Audio. So that's what we're up to. And first up is a holiday special. It's a holiday special. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's actually quite good. Um, I don't know if I have to pay them for using their script. I think it's all right. We can't wait to share it with you. It'll be out later this month. I can't. I mean, fucking hell. It was bad enough when, you know, Romesh Ranganathan and people started doing podcasts. And James Acaster, people who have proper jobs and making loads of money and t- taking away what little I had. Prince fucking Harry, he's already got all this money. We can't wait to share it with you. We're talking to some amazing people. Oh, yeah, we are not fine, friend. They're going to share their memories that have been really helped shake this past year, which has been, as you know, a difficult one for everybody. It's not been so difficult for you, has it? Oh, God, I've turned into Noel Gallagher. So many people have been through so much pain this year, experienced loss, a huge amount of uncertainty, but it feels worth acknowledging that 2020 has connected us in ways we could never have imagined through endless acts of compassion and kindness. I mean, you get that if you've got loads of money. People are nice to you, mate. It's not your family, though, are they? Your family aren't so nice. And what really matters is clear now more than ever. You didn't tell me why net now. Now I'm doing Dolly Parton. OK, so here's what you need to do. Tap follow right now. Go on, tap follow. And that way you won't miss out. You'll be able to hear new shows from Archiewell Audio. Why is it called that? As soon as they drop. We are so excited. So follow and listen to the three only on Spotify. We'll meet you back here soon. Happy holidays. Cheers. Yeah. Sometimes you like to go where everybody knows your name. My name is Negan Knuckle. Hello, my name is Negan Knuckle. So, yeah, so I was actually going to get uh, someone else to come and talk about this. Um, someone, he's lost his medals, and I think that's probably apt. Uh, it's uh, Prince Andrew, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. Hello. Yes, it's me. Hello. How are you doing, Gus? Very glad to be here. Very nice to see you all again. And uh, Richard, I was, think, I was listening to this. Yeah, I was thinking, why don't you and me start up a podcast, just the two of us? We could, I'm a much more senior than the, the royal family, you know, than Harry, certainly than Meghan, and 
Yeah, I, I can't say what I was thinking there. But uh, and uh, I, uh, yeah, I could get more. The two of us. I mean, you've got some podcast cachet. That need, I, I'm not sure, Prince Andrew, that people will really be paying to want to hear your views and stuff. And none of the people, Richard. I was shopping in Lidl just the other day in uh, down in Hartford. Yeah, they don't have a waitress. I know. I, I got, looked all over the waitress. It's only a little. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Yes. They must be embarrassed there in Hartford, Richard. You know, they did have Parliament there in 1563 that time. They did, yeah. And the Holy Grail Navy there in there, yes. But apart from that little, just, it's in, it's embarrassing. I nearly lived there, that's partly why I'm like, did you? Yes, I had a house there and then it, nearby and it fell through. Oh, oh, that explains it. But I'm not sure people will pay as much, Prince Anthony. No offence, but I'm, just the way things are going for you at the moment, it is. I'll just wait for you to finish your beer. I'm very, I'm a very polite man. Uh, I never drink alcohol, Richard, because uh, I can't sweat it out. So, uh, well, you mean you weird, had any? Yeah, yes. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. What do you think? Do you think? Um, and good luck to these my nephew or something, isn't he? I don't know. And she's I guess those my niece. Uh, and uh, yes. I mean, it's good that they're just acting like normal people and caring about compassion, and that's very much like I am. I just care for the people of the world. I just want to look after all the children in the world. I bet it's probably best not to just say anything like that. Just steer away from it. I, uh, you know, so I think I think you and me could do a great podcast, Andy and Richie's chatting about stuff uh, just regular guys you could uh, pop down for a pizza you could talk about how you sweat too much I could say oh I don't really sweat at all I also did there was some other things I wanted to talk to you about the, the, the Daily Mail what has been running quite a few stories about you uh, Duke's secret trip to Orgy Island while his accuser was there uh, what, what's, what's going on there's been a whole week of stories in the this is day three today breaks cover but that might not be me, Richard. Look, you can't tell you that. He's got a mask on. That's not me at all. I don't think that's you going to the orgy island. I think that's you coming out of, you know, your house, driving off. It doesn't look anything like me. He's even doing your eyes. I don't do that. I don't look to the side. You do. When you're lying, you look to the side. I don't ever look to the side when I'm lying. Or at all. I can't. Actually, I had a medical condition because of something that happened to me, actually, just with Sarah Ferguson. She jumped up and surprised me. And I'm actually in, in an internet situation, and I'm actually unable to move my eyes to the side, so like that or that. Either way, I can't do it either way. So that can't be me. That's not me. Also, I wouldn't. I got the servants. I wouldn't drive myself around. I think I can. Uh, well, that's one of them. And then there's uh, this one of uh, Duke couldn't have gone riding with sex accuser, as he allegedly has an allergy to horse hair. Yes, I am. That's right. I couldn't. I can't be on a horse. There's a picture of you on a horse. That's not me. That could be anyone wearing a hat. I mean, that could be anyone wearing a hat. It does really look like you, though. Well, that's not me, and that's not me in the other photo with the girl. Uh, says, surprise, just like his inability to sweat, it's recently been cured. Yes, it has. I went to the... I got a two-horn deal. I went to the sweat and horse hair allergy. The sweat curing doctor and the horse allergy curing doctor. It's the same guy. What's his name? Uh... Uh, it is Duke Accuser. You just, you just literally looked up. You looked at the... No, no, I didn't. 
Let me look to the thing up there. No, no I didn't. Uh, look, I don't like the way this is going. I, this isn't. I just think you could, you know, you and me could do a podcast. We could, I don't know, solve crimes or something, or um, we could talk about. Uh, do you think crimes is the way to go? So real life crimes. Uh, yes. Well, we could we could say how it couldn't have been the day the crimes because. Because of the horses and the sighting, and the hat, I, I was in teacher stress all the time. So, well, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll, we'll see. I'll get in touch with Spotify and see what they will. Uh, they'll give us. <clears throat> for we're not making anything for doing this apart from people. If people want to subscribe with Amazon Prime, please don't put your money into Amazon. Don't if you if you want to subscribe with money. Go to gofasterstrike.com slash badges. You can give us some everything every month and you get loads of extra stuff. Uh, but uh, if, you want, if you're with Amazon Prime already and you haven't, you're not giving money to anyone, give it to me. You give it to the lovely Stevie Martin or Bill Alzaffa, who have got channels who appear on this show as well. Um, nice plug, Richard. I think you got that in quite well. I know that's it's very clever. I should hire you to, to try and you know, whitewash the way people think. Because a lot of people think of me as a bit of a turbo. I know, that is weird, isn't it? Yeah, the Daily Nail's really not helping this week. They've, got, they've had something every fucking day. They've had a dossier. They've got a dossier. They've got an explosive dossier. Well, that's good, because then it'll blow up, and, and then no one will be able to read it, because it'll all blown up. You think? I can't believe how long this is all going on, Prince Andrew, so I'm going to... I'm gonna. We've used up our sketch, haven't you? You've done the sketch? Um, why don't you go away? OK, I'll go away. That was uh, Prince Andrew there, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what else has got. <laughs> we've got coming on. Um, oh, let's talk to um, let's talk to Cocky Carrot. I've got different, but uh, we've got two stream decks now. That's how uh, that's how much it's got. He looks like a ten-inch penis crossed with Ed the Duck. He thinks he is the greatest, and he doesn't give a damn. He's God's gift to vegetables and he's extremely phallic. What a fucking fucker! It's Cocky Carrot. Ah, and uh, yes, I thought uh, we might like to get Cocky Carrot's influx uh, onto this story, which is um, the world's ugliest plants or something. Again, I thought I'd printed this one up, but it's not come up. This was on the BBC. Let me see if I can get this up on my on my website. On my website, on my old uh, computer, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Before he comes up, and I can—that's Tom Cruise talking there. Let's see if it's here. World's ugliest. There is world's ugliest orchid. Tops list of new discoveries. The ugliest orchid in the world, and the British mushrooms are among a list of new species named by scientists at the Royal Botanic Gardens Kew. Experts say weird and wonderful plants and fungi highlight the incredible diversity of species. Still to be found documented, a third of new species of orchids. I thought, uh, cocky out. There, there it is. There's the orchid. It's in the middle there. Well, hey, did somebody say orchid, which is another way of describing testicles? Yeah, I'll give you that. That's fine. Well, hey, look at that picture. Did somebody order the uh, vagina? You've you've kind of got to do you've got to do better than this, cocky carrot. What do you mean? You can't just like try and come up. It looks like a wizard sleeve, yeah, which is also a euthanism or a thrathy vagina. It looks like a thrathy vagina. Well, 
it's the, the whole vulva, isn't it? It's not. I mean, I suppose that part maybe the vagina. I got confused about it in Taskmaster last week. I got a lot of flack on uh, Twitter, though. To be fair, I was drawing a vagina with we coming at it out of a monster, not out of a woman. Um, look at that. I wouldn't. What, what do you think? I wouldn't. Not, I'm the vegetable rich, and uh, I'm the only human. Uh, well, you're not. You're a carrot. Yeah, I'm only a carrot. And I wouldn't mind sliding that way into that little orchid's crevices. Ooh, did somebody say crevices? Yeah, you just said it. You can't do it. You can't do it to yourself. Ooh, is there a pistol in your pocket, or are you just pleased to see me? That's actually very clever, cocky carrot. Thank you, thank you. I just because the pistol is the sexual part of the female sexual parts of a flower. I don't know if you. Ooh, she's giving you a stalk on. That's less clever. Oh, I hope I had the stamen uh, to uh, have sex with that. Again, halfway clever. Stamen is the male. Is the male. Um. Oh, is it Anthony Redfern? Anthony, Anthony. Well, you were playing to Anthony Redfern from the generation game from the 1970s. Yes. And you're trying to make a pun about the Anther, which is again... I think is it the sort of I'm not sure what that is. I think Richard it's the Todds, isn't it? It's the it's the ovaries of the flower the anther. I think I'm not sure. I just I know when I see something I like and whoo I just slip there in Oh that looks like a tight fit. Did somebody say tight fit? You really can't do it on your own. Have you hurt your eye? Your eye looks uh Don't hit me in the eye. Have you overcome your existential dread about not being the original character. I am the original character, Richard. I think your eye's been pushed in, hasn't it? That's my fault. I don't really take good care of you. I don't know if I can push it out again. I've got some spare eyes. Some spare eyes? What do you mean you've got spare eyes? These are my eyes. If you take the nut, I'll be blinded. They're stick-on googly eyes, mate. What? These have been stuck on by Richard Eisen, the sculptor. Uh, he gave me two spare ones, I guess, in case anything like this ever happened. And uh, you can't even see out them. I can... I can see out of them. It's not possible. They're just stuck on. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why? Why would you say such things? I don't understand it. Why? Cocky carrot there having an existential crisis. We're getting through him. We're getting through the characters. We've done him. Done that. Done that. Uh, what are we going to... Oh, yeah, let's, let's do this. Ali, where are you? Dude, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to leave you down there. Come on. Yes, it's me. It's good. Oh, your eyes really close. Oh, your eye closed and then popped back open again. Yes, I believe this is the right eye to the the winking on my right eye. Okay, if you think so. Uh, let's have a look at this story. No king of the world yet, Richard. No, maybe he's not going to be in it. That would be amazing if the king of the world wasn't in it. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? That's uh, This is from The Sun, I believe, yes. Uh, Robbie Williams was almost killed by mercury in fish. He was eating so much octopus and fish. And uh, certain types of fish have got mercury in them. He was eating it two times a day. Uh, he was on another podcast. Let's see what podcast that was. Oh, Radio X. Uh, and um, he could have dropped dead of mercury and arsenic poison because he was, he was eating so much fish. And he said it was the high, got the highest mercury poison the doctor's ever seen. Do you know what I thought when I heard that? I've won. That's how my ego works. I've got the highest... Did you say the highest? Thank you. And then I listened to this. The host actually says, you won the Mercury Prize. He hadn't even thought of that. And then says, yeah, I've literally won the Mercury Award. So I mean, he was just happy to have the highest amount of Mercury in his body. 
And that's why I like Robin Williams. He seems okay. Um, don't eat too much. If you eat a lot of shellfish, in particular swordfish, king mackerel and marlin, and I think octopus as well. Do be careful if you eat. I love Robbie Williams. You love who? Robbie Williams. You love Robbie Williams. Is he my favourite rapper? He's your favourite what? Rapper. And that's a very big allegation to make. A rapper, Richard. He's a rapper. Sorry, I thought you said something else. Um, it's not, you don't talk very distinctly. I'm doing my best to talk as distinctly as possible in the weird circumstances. Um, you like his rapping. And he's not well known for it. He is very well known for his rapping, Richard. He's rapping. You think he's well known for his rap? I do think he's well known for his rapping. That is my favourite thing about him. His rap. His ability to rap. Do you want to move your mouth while you're talking? Yes, I will. I'll, t- I'll talk. I'll move my mouth while I'm talking. You, uh, can you give me any of his rapping? Yes, I can. I love Roddy Williams. You love who? Roddy, Roddy Williams. I'm an honorary Sean Connery. Dawn 74. There's only one of these single-handedly in the economy. Ain't no chance of my record company dropping me. Trusty saying, are you into sodomy? I say, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Uh, just now and into serial monogamy. So, uh, something about ornithology. Grab your binoculars. Come join me. Is that your... You know all the words to that. Yep, I do know all the words. That is embarrassing that you know all the words to that, mate. I'm glad that's not... Well, I didn't get the last bit, right, did I? Testly saying, are you into sodomy? I say, yeah, I don't know, probably... Something about serial monogamy, just the now and into ornithology. Grab your binoculars. Come follow me. Let's see if you've got it right, because I have got it written down here, but I didn't have it in the right place. I'm an honorary Sean Connery. Dawn, 74, there's only one of me. Yeah, you're doing, you're not even looking at it. Single-handedly raising the economy, ain't no chance for it. Press be asking, Doc F. Sorry. Oh, yes, of course it's I don't know, yeah, probably. I've been looking for serial monogamy. Ah, I've been looking for serial monogamy. You forgot the funny bit, did I? Yeah, not some bird. That looks like Billy Connolly. Not some dirt that looks like Dilly Donnelly. But what? Not some dirt that looks like Dilly Connolly. I've been looking for serial monogamy. Not some dirt that looks like Dilly Connolly. Doctor, now I'm into ornithology. I'm down for ornithology. Grab your binoculars. Grab your binoculars. Come join me. It's a bit. It's sort of a bit to two Ronnies, doesn't it? it? Goes a bit. It's more. It's like a two Ronnies rap. He's a great rapper, Richard. I said, I love him through his rapping. I used to be into Robbie Williams. I used to draw him on my... I had a tattoo of him on my tummy. It might still be there. Grab your binoculars. Come join me. I'm an honorary Sean Connery Dawn. Certainly thought you were born in 1892. I'm an honorary... What's that? John Connery wasn't alive in 1892. Can you think of another personality... I'm an honorary dungeon in Israeli. Not bad. <laughs> Actually surprised me with that. I don't know how you came up with that. It's good. Dawn, 92. There's only one of these single-handedly. Yeah, you're not winking at the news. You are winking at it. Ain't no chance of me going solo, really, though, is there? That's quite good. You are making this up as you go along, so I do have to give you... Trust the asking, am I into sodomy? I say, yes, ask Sally. I stick it right at her done. I'm not sure that's it. Uh, I've been looking to get out of serial monogamy. Not some third that looks like Dilly Connolly, though. To be honest, have you seen Sally? I'd take a third who looks like Dilly Connolly. It's people's personality that's important, Roddy. That's, you need to have a look at your attitude. 
That's true, and I think Billy Connolly's a quite attractive. Would make an attractive woman. Yeah, I don't mind a beard on a woman. It's just natural. Yeah, and banana boots. That that could be useful. Are we just gonna wrap what the one bit of wrap from Roland? I love the wrap, Rich. I did used to. I did used to. I'm going to be honest with you, Ali. I know this rap as well. Do you? Yeah, I know it about as well as you do. Yeah. Weirdly, because I used to listen to this album in my car when I was touring when, when I was a younger man. Oh, that is tragic. So, I, well, I hope it'll be all right. I hope he. Um, I mean, I hope he doesn't start thinking that catch being the best at catching terrible diseases is a good thing. That's what I'm worried about. I wanted to talk to you quickly about this um, before we go into Law Fox. Oh, Law Fox, I love him. As long as it's not the king of the world, the king of the world, I don't think it's going to be in it. His head's come off. Okay, that's good news. It's Dr. Alien Herring. No, king of the world. It was just so limited king of the world, wasn't it? Um, have I got this guy here? I don't know if I've put him up on there. Oh, yes, here it is. So you can see this. Um... I'm furious. It's a letter to Colleen Nolan, OK? Some people are writing to Nolans to ask them for advice. Uh, I'm furious he's got so fat he doesn't even care. This is the letter. Uh, and then the little quotes there say, uh, I don't want to have sex and don't find him attractive. Like, I'm not interested in that. I think that's pathetic, OK? Right? As a, I'm a, a portly gentleman. And it's, again, these things are not important. If you're not finding someone, if you find someone attractive because they're overweight, then that's your problem especially if you married them. What I'm interested in in this is just the picture. I mean, that picture is not the bloke that the woman's talking. She didn't send in this picture. Oh, here, by the way, this is my husband, just to show you why I've lost interest in him. He's a slightly chubby man eating some popcorn, it looks like, out of a bowl. You can see it there. Uh, he's watching TV. He looks all right. He's got a nice watch. Could, his shirt could do with an iron, but we could all, we could all say that. Um, when he had that photo taken, I don't think he thought... Uh, that's going to end up in the Daily Mirror advice column and have it under, I don't want to have sex and I don't find him attractive. I think they're going, yeah, we're just going to take a photo of you. It's just a library footage, uh, just stock image. We're going to put it in just people want, if they ever want a guy watching a movie, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah, why Why? Um, why have you chosen me for that? I just think you. there's no reason. Just think, just undo your shirt a bit um, and um, just really look like you're just eating a whole bowl, a bowl of popcorn. Don't worry, we'll be using it. We won't be using it to anything that'll make you... It won't have, I don't want to have sex and don't find him attractive written underneath it. Don't worry, mate. You get 50 quid for this. And now I've made it worse by putting his picture up here. I'm furious he's got so fat he doesn't even... He's not even that fat, that guy. And it's... it's. I don't want to have sex with him. But it's not because he's fat. Because he's not sharing his popcorn and that's just impolite. I don't like impolite and selfish people. Let's find out what old Fox Law has been up to this year. Oh, yes, I love him, because he's unthreateningly not that amusing. Good. Cash your excess food in the ground beneath. That's Fox Law. Grip your praise neck with your pronounced canine teeth. That's Fox Law. The world is actually prejudiced against white posh men. Fox Law. In the middle of the night, you must attempt to eat every hen. That's Fox Law. With me, Law Fox. Hello, it's me, Fox Lord. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, it really doesn't sound like bum bum when you do it. Dun, dun. It's a very. I think that's the hardest thing to ventriloquise in the world. What do you mean, ventriloquise? I can say dun, dun. I mean, it's good because it's someone else's copyright, but I think you saying dun, dun is probably okay. Dun, dun. 
Um, it could be a dun dun. It's me, Law Fox. Hello. What have you been up to this week, Law Fox? Uh, let me just. I'm polite enough to let you finish your drink, Richard. Before I talk, it's a lot. Lot you are today. It's very nice of you. Um, I would just like to say uh, I've been on a kneel out with my friends, and I don't care about the tears. I tell you what, I'm in tears, Richard. Oh, really? Yes. Without the tears, what are you crying? Because yeah, yes. And I think, get out, have Christmas with the family. Don't listen to any of these people telling you you can't eat up with your family. Go out and eat up with your family. Share your food. Kill your family. Then inherit their wealth, which you'll need to do if you're going to survive your divorce and loss of your career, Richard. Hooray! Kill my parents. Kill them. Um, look, I'm a fox, yes. And we go out and we just rip the tart chickens. We don't even eat half of them. That's just our way, and I'm not going to change that, even just the one Christmas, because a bloody do-gooder liberal Doris Johnson and his cacophony of idiots. Good, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about, Richard. Okay, yeah, is uh, this story, three quarters of the DDC Canadians are liberals. Did you hear this? Yeah, and there's uh, Marcus Brigstock there. Has been, this is in Chortle. Marcus Brigstock again when he was having that photo taken. I'm guessing he didn't think. Oh, but Marcus, just put your just put your hand on there. We just we'll have this. It's just in case you know we need any news stories about. You. Don't worry, we're not going to put you as the personification of a of a liberal comedian at the BBC. Don't worry about that. It's going to be fine, Marcus. You'll be fine. Is it? Is your name really Marcus? Okay, don't worry. That's good. I'm glad. Just that's it. Just look. Can you look a bit smug? Shit, now I've done it, they can, they can use me, except I've got a fox here, so it'll make it. Yes, I think, you know, the problem is three quarters of the, the Sigonedians are liberals. Three quarters. So a quarter of them aren't liberals. That seems like a high amount that aren't liberals. Some of them are apolitical, Richard. That where are all the right-wing Canadians? They're very funny. Did you hear me do my tears joke? Tears and tears. I realised they sounded the same. And I did a joke. And yet the DDC are not getting in touch with me. They're not getting in touch with me. And I do groundbreaking comedy that subverts genres and stuff they're what this yeah people don't the bbc aren't clever enough to get how deep and existential this is and what's going on here it's about um you know the way that a celebrity will eat itself kind of the desperation that celebrities will go to in order to get back onto television the fact that they can broadcast from home now it's sort of this tragedy of is is that you're parodying that are you yeah it's a it's a clever parody of it and they, yeah, the bbc won't put it on they won't put you on because of your right-wing views. That's right. But also, I mean, I don't know about this. Do you think the problem... And like people have said all this stuff about, obviously, the whoever's in power, comedians have to rail against them. So, so we've got a right-wing government, so it's going to be more left-wing comedy on the about that than there is about the stuff that isn't really working well. I think Jeremy Corbyn got a lot of jokes about him as well, so I don't think it's really true. But I think this is what... You're talking a lot in this week's show, Richard. Well, it is my show. I'm just saying, you're talking a lot. I've got to wrap up quite soon. We've got to end it soon. Is the King of the World going to do? I might like it. I, I, I think maybe we won't do the King of the World this week. Oh, I think you need to do it every week. I think he's so good. Well, you're you're eating into his time. Well, I, I, don't, I don't want that. When's the King of the World going to They wouldn't have him on, would they? Because on the TV, because he's, so, he's the King of the World. I'm the King of the World. That's what he says. That's what I like him. It's not as good when you do it. I'm the King of the World. I could be an impressionist. I could be on doing... An, I can do interactions with them all. 
And you sound quite like Ali. <laughs> no, I'm much posher than Ali. And, uh, and then doom doom, I say doom doom. You say doom doom, you do say doom 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 doom. Uh, no, I I think stop stop interrupting me when I'm trying to make a serious point. I think the problem here is that um, I'm going to have to get another beer for the Taskmaster read through. Do you go in, Richard? Well, I you know I don't want to say because it's embarrassing that I lost, but also um, if I didn't lose, you know people want to watch the show, so be, we'll see. I, you know we'll see what happens. I hope you do win, Richard. I think. We need more right-wing people winning stuff on TV. I'm not right-wing. Oh, come on. You live in this big house. You don't care about the poor. You have knee on your show. No one else would have knee on your, their show, Richard. You have knee on every week. I think the reason there aren't many right-wing comedians is because, like, comedy, you need to have empathy, okay? And I think being right-wing, you do not... That's sort of the, the definition of being right-wing is you don't have empathy. You don't care about what anyone else does. You only care about yourself. That's not a funny position. It can be funny if you parody yourself. I think a lot of the right-wing comedians on TV manage to parody themselves through that. And, and you know, sometimes it's a character, but sometimes it's a extension of themselves. Uh, but I think, to be really funny, if you're just mocking, you know, like you do, Law Fox, I do knock these, that's what I like to do. If you're just mocking people for, um, you know, saying that Black Lives Matter... Yes, they they don't matter. As you know, the, what I'm saying is they don't matter any more than white lives matter. Why don't white lives matter? Yeah, and that's what they're also saying. So you agree with them then? No, because I think white lives do matter. And so I, that's what I say. And you know, black lives matter to the black people. White lives matter to everyone else. It's what I mean. You can't you can't see. You know, you're you don't have the empathy and the understanding of someone else's point. All you can say is something as you're attacked, you feel attacked, and then you attack in return. It's I mean, it's it's what Donald Trump does, it's what Stuart Lee does, it's what you do, and he's the most right wing comedian probably on TV. Um, deflecting, worried that you'll get criticised about something, so you deflect it onto other people. Do you think that's fair? I don't know. I think I'm very funny. Uh, I wrote. Um, Winston Churchill was racist on a bottle of wine or something just at this dinner I went to this week, and that's funny because he wasn't. Well, I mean, you know, by today's standards, he was. You know, I don't think you necessarily have to go back into the past and pick apart everyone's lives and say, oh, well, he did something good, but he did all this bad stuff because that's going to be true of us all. That's an argument you can have. But, you know, he definitely caught, did some really bad racist stuff. So, you know, it's worth looking into that, you know, he created a lot of problems as well as solving some problems. He won World War Two, Richard. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So, like, that's not funny. If it's not, I mean, it's not funny me going on about the true history, but it's not funny you going just stop looking at me like I hate it when you guys start staring at me in that face like this because it just makes it very hard to carry on, and it really unsettles me. You're not speaking. You're just looking at me, and you're looking me straight in the eye, and it's very upsetting, and it really makes me question everything I'm doing here and makes me think you know maybe when Ali at the beginning said I was mentally ill talking to puppets and the fact you're looking at me and like not you haven't said anything for like a full minute let's I'm gonna do the I'm gonna I'm gonna I can't take it I'm gonna do the, uh, the let's get donkey on we'll do the birthday Hooray. you've lived another year and you haven't even died though cancer may be secretly creeping deep inside 
If you think that's worth a party, your brain's also going wonky. Let's get an Eeyore or a kick from the reluctant birthday donkey. Hee-haw, hee-haw, why can't I die? Eeyore, eeyore, hello Richard, is me, the non-reluctant birthday donkey. Eeyore, why can't I die? I just want to die. Do you want to die or do you want to carry on doing the birthdays? Because he can do the birthdays. No, I'm not seeing to do the birthdays, which I have to think of the birthday children. And I have to think of what they want. No one wants that non-eared monstrosity telling them that out there. That they, they want me. Well, that's very rude to the other donkey. You be nice to him. Just because someone looked after him and loved him enough not to play. I loved you enough to play with you. I, I would, You were the one who was loved. He's the one who's hated. And you need to both look... You need empathy. That's the thing. You're, you're, you should be on the BBC because you're a very right-wing donkey. You only think about yourself. Oh, my ears have fallen off. Oh, my top's all tattered and dirty. Oh, the person who uh, had me just kept me in a box for 50 years and abused me by not loving me. I'd be like this guy. He's 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 the face of... T- now, look at him with his ears. He looks... He's, he could be on TV. Let's just do the birthdays. It's falling apart. Um, birthday this week. We've only got one. Came in very late. Um, it is for Trish Phillips who uh, is 47 tomorrow, Friday the 18th of December. She's a key worker in schools, been working right through lockdown. Thank you very much, Trish, for your service. Take care out there. Uh, This is Paul Briggs who has sent this in. And I'm just guessing, Paul, I think you're um, punching above your weight. That's That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think Trish is too good for you. I haven't seen a photo of you. I don't know anything about you. I'm just saying you fucking lucked out here, mate. That's 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 all I'm saying. Um, she's isolating due to positive case in her school bubble. This is terrible. It would make her day if she could get some eels from the reluctant birthday donkey. That's she doesn't want them from you. Oh, I would have done forty-seven eels. Eels. She doesn't want them from you, mate. She wants them. She wants them specifically from a donkey. Doesn't. I don't want to do it. Let me die. She wants them from you. You said you had to care about the little. You seem very confused about what you want to do. Okay, um, P.S. Good luck with the Taskmaster final. He's like, yeah. Someone said my four-year-old son's going to be very upset if you don't win. And I said, well, you know, I can't. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. I said, maybe I can get everyone back together to reshoot it so that I win this in time to put it out. We'll give it a go. Um, was I joking? Oh, it wouldn't be the same if I won, would it? It wouldn't be the same. Ah! Right, let's do uh, 47 Eeyores. Oh, no, just kill me. You're over halfway through. 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you doing this to me, Trish? I wish you... Why couldn't you have died and then I wouldn't have to... Don't, she's might have COVID. Don't have some respect. She's, that's 40. Yeah, 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 47. Here. Oh, don't do one for luck. That's just rude. Uh, and Trish, because uh, you're the only person who has uh, done it this week... 
You're also going to get the magic button. I don't know what this is. Chris Evans not that one does it every week. Let's see. I had to sit down, close my eyes so he could try and get it. I may have moved my seat since then. Let's see. Here's the magic button. Oh, my goodness. I'm in community. That's pretty good. Are they moving around? They're just It's just a picture of community, right? Or are they moving? It's good, though. I love community. So that was very nice. I hope that's what it was meant to be. Hope you can hear me. Looks like you can. So there we go. Trish, happy birthday, Trish. Uh, thanks for all your service. I'm sorry you've had to self-isolate. Hopefully everyone will be okay. Please, everyone out there, take care over this Christmas period. Um, don't get COVID now. Just when the vaccine's around the corner. <sighs> they were moving a bit, weren't they? They were moving a bit. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it was meant to do something else. We'll see. He's he's quite incompetent. I think Chris Evans might have some kind of disease himself. Um, he seems to make a lot of unnecessary errors, but I also think maybe he's got that Munchausen syndrome, where he makes things go wrong so that he can come in and fix them. And you know, I think it could be that. Uh, anyway, look, we're nearly there. I think I don't want to do too much more today. I think I've got. Have I got? Have I hit all the buttons? Let's see what else we've got in there. Um, We've done Prince Andrew. We didn't do. There's a guy. Uh, there's a guy who's made uh, masks of himself. I just wondered: is it cheating if you have sex with someone who's got a mask of their own face on? Or if, what if I was to make a mask of my wife's face and put that on someone else's face and then have sex with the other person? Is that cheating? Because it's it would still be my wife, right? Yeah, I think that would work. I think that would work. I think that would be good. Um, I think that's all I was going to do with that. Colleen Nolan done that. We've done it. We've done the lot. We've got all my stories in. Very pleased with that. We've done the birthdays. No Brian Wasp, no Marmite Lid. What are you going to do? Can't, you can't get everything in every week because uh, also there's 15 minutes to Taskmaster. So I think we're just going to say, oh, hold on. Hold on. Did I forget somebody? Imagine if I'd let you down there. Imagine. No Wasp. Some people are upset by the Wasp. I think there's just one more little guy we have to see before we go. No! Hey, it's me and the king of the world. I'd like to be the king of the world. I jumped around because I'm the king of the world. And don't forget I'm the king of the world. Because I'm the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> yeah, they say the nest are lost. They say the king of the world's are lost. I hate that king of the world. Ah, oh, yeah, baby, I'm the king of the world. You thought I wasn't coming, and then it looked like Richard finished. You're going over there, the king of the world. Where's the king of the world? Here's the king of the world. I'm here all along. Oh, yeah, because I'm the king of the world. I don't like you. Go away. No, you can't tell me to go away. No one can tell me what to do. You know why? Because you're a fucking cunt. Don't use that kind of language. No, I might be. I don't care, because I'm the king of the world. I can do what I like. I can go to an island and have sex with anyone I want. Don't start talking about that. I'll upset Prince Andrew if you say that. Because I'm the king of the world. Who's going to fleece the king of the world? No one. Because the king of the world's a top position. Can the king of France come and tell me what to do? No, because France is part of the world. And I'm the king of the world. And the king of the world. Also, President Macron isn't very well. He's got COVID as well. Are they? Well, that's a shame to hinder. I have not got COVID because I'm the king of the world. And you can't get COVID if you're the king of the world. Well, every, lots of leaders have had it. Yeah, not me. 
because I'm the king of the world. Have you always been the king of the world? I've been the king of the world since there was a world, Richard. I've been the king. I've been looking over it saying, I'm the king of the world. There was a lot of time sitting there thinking, no, there's not much going on. Then the Anitas came, and then some tree candy and explosion, and then some lizards. What, fish? Yeah, fish, yeah. I remember that bit. That, that took a little time. Then a monkey came along, and I said, Hey, man, you look a bit like a man. He said, I'm not on the monkey. I said, Well, anyway, I'm the king of the world. Go and get me a banana. And he did, because I'm the king of the world. That's a good backstory we've got there. So you've sort of been sitting in space and time for eternity. I'm the king of the world, Richard. What if you met the king of the universe? What would happen there? There is no king of the universe, Richard. There's just a king of the world. He's the king of the world. If there was a king of the universe, though, would that would that trump you? Start talking about the king of the universe and the king of the world. That's all from me this week. i got to go and get ready for Taskmaster. I can't wait to see who's won. doesn't really matter who's won Taskmaster because they're just the king of Taskmaster and the king of the world. Thanks for watching, everyone. I hate that king of the world. Get him off. He ruins the show. King of the world. Good night. Uh, 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 and the king of the world. <laughs> see you, everyone. I'll be back in about ten minutes. You have been listening to Ali and Herring's Twitch of Fun, starring the King of the World. Also starring Ali Sloper. Featuring, in alphabetical order, Brian Wasp, Cocky Carrot, Conspiracy Theo, Donkey, Fluffy Rabbit, Gwendolyn Fly, Law Fox, Marmite Lid, The Other Donkey, Peter Dibdin, Prince Andrew, Richard Herring, Sally Sloper, Stevie Martin, Tam O'Shanter, Victorian Ghost Child, Hoary Horse and The Writer's Room. Programme Associates, Andy Hamilton, Mark Burton, John O'Farrell, Terence Dackham, Guy Jenkin, Bridget Leafley, Ian Patterson, Jed Parsons, Simon Boulevant, Mark Brisenden, Andy Riley, Kevin Cecil, Clive Coleman, D.A. Barham, Peter Bainham, Julian Dutton, Harry Hill, Al Murray, Ben Moore, Tony Lee, Rich Johnston, Lee Barnett, David Baddiel, Rob Newman, Graham Sutherland, Kim Morrissey, Barry Pilton, Buddy Murphy, Mark Griffiths, Ivan Shakespeare, Alan Stafford, Barry Atkins, Martin Smith, Will Adams, Colin Bostock-Smith, Peter Hickey, Craig Robbins, John Random, Brendan Martin and Martin Curtis, Bob and Barbara Bolton, Nick R. Thomas, Chris Stratford, Dave Morley, Andrew Whelan, Chris Evans, Ben Evans, Stevie Martin, Bill Alzaffer, Dan Tetzel and John Cairns. Titles and graphics, doesn't bother you, you're listening to it, Andy Bobbin. Title music, Kevin McLeod. Jingle music by Mike Cosgrave, jingle lyrics by Richard Herring, jingles performed by Mike Cosgrave and Jake Cosgrave. Ali and Sally, made by Thomas Herring, Prince Andrew and Cocky Carrot, made by Richard Ison. Produced by Chris Evans, not that one, not directed. This is a Sky Potato production for Twitch TV. And I am the king of the world.